Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Browns, Texans, Saturday, 4.30. You'll be able to listen to the game right here on the Browns Radio Network. Looking forward to bringing you all sorts of coverage between now and then as the Browns, what, third game since 99 in the playoffs? So... Uh, looking forward to seeing what they can do. First time not against fourth? Fourth game, right? Oh, fourth game, yeah. third year. Third appearance. Yeah, third year. Yeah, I forget. Kansas City's There was a win. Can't, no, well, Kansas City's the one that always slips my mind. Yeah. I like to think that I like to let that game yeah. slip my mind. Let's get yeah. some uh, more influence here. Let's get some more education from probably one of my favorite guys to talk to. He's with The Athletic now. He's Richard Deitch, and he is on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotlines. Greetings. How are the Great White North, my friend? Hello, Richard. How are you? Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're looking for education, you've come to the wrong address, but it is <laughs> great to be on with you guys. All right, first, before we get into it, did, were you feeling good about Michigan last night? You did have a little stint there in Ann Arbor, right? I did, yeah, yeah. They, uh, I think they um, they call, if you were there a year, like, yeah, I think you're called the Walmart Wolverine. So that's where I, <laughs> that's what I, uh, I picture, you know, in and, in and out of the shop. Sure. Um, yeah. But I did live in Ann Arbor for a year in 2008 slash 2009, so I do have fondness for that uh, that city. It was uh, as someone who did not go to like an uh, like an undergraduate like football power. It was very cool to uh, to be you know at a place that like uh, has so much uh, athletic tradition. I mean, the the Michigan was terrible. They were three and nine my year. I think it's the worst year, maybe in one of the worst years in like. 50 years, like rich, the end of the rich rod road. Yeah. Um, but yes, it was very cool to see last night um, them win just because like, you know, and again, I, I realize I have probably have a little bias here. Like I know how much it like it means to the community. Sure. Um, University of Michigan, if anybody's ever been there, I mean, it really is like the, you know, the lights, the center, the everything of Ann Arbor. And so, uh, so it was, yeah, I, I had a very, very small stake, but, um, but it was fun to watch last night for sure. When, when games like this happen, Richard, do you can you watch a game and watch a football game? Or are you watching production? You watching media? You watching? <laughs> how, how do you watch these things? You're like, can you still be a human being, sir? I, um, kind of, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, what no, you I get do it. for a living. Yeah. So the the short answer to that is, when I am not on assignment, I absolutely can. Like I'm paying attention to uh, the game, just like everybody else. One of the cool things about living in the in New York for as long as I did and then moving to Toronto was like I got interested in these sports teams. It could just be like a you know, a sports fan, like watching the Raptors when they won their NBA title, watching the Blue Jays, uh, who have always been competitive even though they, they usually fall in the end. Um so the short answer is yes, but 
for the major events that happen in the U.S., I, I honestly, I'm almost always watching as a as someone who writes about media just to sort of um, think about like why they chose this. A lot of times, I know the producers and directors, so and maybe I have even talked to them like that week. So I'm like sort of interested in okay, they they mentioned this to me. Like, did they end up doing this or? Um, you know, in terms of like thinking about crowd shots, like how did they approach that on this particular game? So, uh, so yeah, like for the big, big U.S. events, honestly, I'm probably watching it more as someone who's watching like the production and listening to the announcers more than here's the game at hand. All right, let me ask you this because this was the one of the burning questions when we I knew we were going to talk to you. Your thoughts on the streaming game Saturday night in the NFL, the Kansas City game, and and are we heading towards that? Is that the future? All stream? What do you think? It won't be all stream, uh, and certainly not in the NFL. But, like, this is not only the future, it's our present. Um, the realities of the sports ecosystem are that all of these sports leagues need these, you know, major digital players to, to be part of their ecosystem. Just to be blunt, they need their money. Right. And so this is why Peacock – uh, has its streaming only game, and they pay the N- the NFL 110 million dollars. I mean, yeah, that's small change for the NFL, but it's not small change. You know, at the end of the day, 110 million is 110 million. The NFL made a strategic decision to partner up with Amazon for Thursday Night Football. Why? Well, they they want to be in business with Amazon long term because who knows in 2040 or 2050 if Amazon is uh, you know the most dominant. Uh, platform that exists and you know like the NBC's and the ABC's and the CBS's fade away uh, the NFL does remain because of its popularity and because they have invested in reach the NFL remains one place where I'd say I would very confidently say every game is not going to be behind a paywall you know in the next 20 years the, the mm. current contract as such prevents it anyway you know the NFL has a current contract now with ESPN NBC um Fox, CBS, and obviously Amazon and YouTube, obviously, for Sunday Ticket. So you're going to, you know, while you will get more, I think, as we head forward, sort of streaming games like Peacock has, it will absolutely not be the majority. I can't say that, though, for some of the smaller sports. Um, Again, I don't think, like, the entire NBA schedule will, will be behind a paywall on a streamer, but I guarantee there'll be more inventory on a streamer for this current NBA rights deal that's coming up than we've ever seen before. So I think if you're an NFL fan, you're still in okay shape. I know you're going to get ticked off with the Peacock thing. I'm not telling you to buy it, you know, buy it or don't buy it. It really depends on how much you are interested in seeing the Chiefs Dolphins. Um, but I think for, for NFL fans, you still got another decade where far and away the most inventory is going to be on either, either over-the-air television or what you think of as traditional cable. Do, does the NFL run the risk? And, and we, we talked about this a, a little bit earlier, Richard, and, and it's, t- to me, reassuring to hear you say a decade. But does football run the risk, or are they too smart to become boxing? Where everything went, you know, pay-per-view and you got to pay and everything else, and boxing sure isn't what it used to be. Yeah, I, I, I don't I, – I, I feel like I've been pretty good at subscribing to the notion not to bet against the National Football League when it comes to this stuff. I think the obsession with the game is too great for them to have to worry about what you're saying. I think some of it is just the American psyche. I, quite frankly, I'll just be blunt. I think we like controlled violence as a country. And the NFL provides that probably in the most you know, 
comprehensive packaged way that exists. So unless NFL officials or really sort of comes down to owners, unless the owners decide to really just like get beyond greedy and sign again, I'm, this is like hypothetical. That's not going to happen, but I'll just play out the thought exercise. If Apple somehow is like, okay, NFL, here's $90 billion. We want to put everything behind our streaming service. Like, that's the only sort of way I see the NFL getting to a point where they risk, like, you know, the boxing kind of pay-per-view stuff that sort of ended boxing. But quite frankly, I think the difference between football and boxing is just the NFL is just so much more popular than any other entertainment option that exists, not just sports, any other entertainment option. And in order for it to really, in theory, like just decrease in popularity, I, I think you'd just be talking multiple generations. Like that can't happen over overnight. So I don't see it. I'm not saying NFL owners aren't greedy because they absolutely are. But I, I don't think they would ever get to the point where they would sort of kill the golden goose. Yeah, Richard, I'm glad you brought that point up because Forbes had that report last week that said that 93 of the top 100 shows of all shows on the United States television last year were NFL football games. 17 of those had more than 25 million viewers. Yep. How does the NFL use that to their advantage, and what do they learn from that? Well, again, I would argue in a polarized uh political hell world it's essentially the only communal viewing now that continues to exist and that you know um that list that you know forbes puts out sports journal puts out sportico puts out right um it is increasingly if you've you know someone like myself who obviously follows it increasingly that nfl number has continued to grow yeah like it, it it's almost 100 out of 100 uh which is just amazing to me uh you know given where things like the oscars used to be presidential debates used to be you know what i mean like other stuff that would have normally been there um so you know again i i I would say that the way the nfl uses this is that they understand that they have a big hold on the country that they have a very very popular product that is almost perfect for television in that every game matters right it's only 17 so they have scarcity they have gambling and fantasy, which fits very, very perfectly into what they do. Um, and they know that as long as, like, the, the businesses of broadcast television, like, and streaming still exist. So this is the NBCs, the Disneys, and, you know, Comcast, Peacocks, et cetera. I, I think they're in an incredible position because, like, you know, just look at a place like Netflix. What are they always trying to do? They're just trying all the time to come up with like hit series that you're going to watch. This is why they pay all these creators a, a ton of money. Um, <laughs> the NFL already has it. You know what I mean? Like they have squid game. They they already have the most popular content that exists. So again, it, as long as these, as long as the NFL owners and the NFL executive branch does not do anything catastrophically stupid. And they're generally speaking, pretty smart people. I, I, I don't, I don't see, I don't see an issue long term. I, I again, I would really feel very, very confident if you called me 20 years from now. God, God, God willing, we're all alive, right? Like that. If you call me 20 years from now. I, I literally, I would put almost everything I own on the NFL continuing to be the most popular content in the United States. And the Amazon and Prime Video experiment has done nothing but been a rousing success. 
Is that, yes. Is that accurate? Now, some of that, yeah, that is accurate. Some of that, of course, is that the advantage was that a lot of people have Prime, right? A lot of, a lot of people either had that subscription service prior to the NFL coming or they're just customers of Amazon. So there's a brand identity that exists that they know and that Amazon is just sort of a, able to take advantage of that. But the more these games are on streaming services, just the more it becomes more commonplace for consumers. So I remember talking to a lot of Amazon people that first year. Everything was just about proof of concept. It was like, one, can we educate the audience to let them know that Thursday Night Football is now on our streaming service? And two, can we just make sure we have a product that looks like Fox and CBS and ABC? And then three, can we just make sure that, like, our streaming doesn't blow up and, you know, break down and have all these, like, latency issues? And they checked all those boxes first year, and now they're into more of just continuing to get a better schedule and continuing to just, you know, inform NFL fans that, hey, like, you know, you got to get Amazon if you're a big NFL fan because our Thursday Night Football is pretty, pretty interesting. So, yeah, things heading forward, uh, the, the American consumer should become far more comfortable with streaming. And then lastly, just talk to anybody under the age of 30. Yep. Like, they're, they're going to be more familiar with Netflix than they will with like Howard Cosell. You, you sort of you know what my parallel is. It's like they're Absolutely. much more familiar with the world that we live in now than the the old world of broadcast. Last question: Since you're sitting in Toronto, NFL expansion, any chance we see it there? We keep hearing about Europe. We keep hearing about that. What are your thoughts on that? To quote Animal House: Zero point <laughs> zero. Um, no, there's no chance. They the uh, the Bills had a little stretch in Toronto, uh, and it was not very successful. They didn't sell out. Um, it didn't pop as they thought. Um, it is a great city. It's a world-class city, fourth biggest city in North America. But I think very, very clearly the NFL has let you know that they're either expanding to Germany, um, London, or Mexico City. I, 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 it's going to be one of those three places just given where all the international games are. And, again, I wouldn't bet against them. I know people are, people are like, no way NFL players are going to want to go to London. Uh, you know, it's going to be this. It's going to be that. There's enough money in the till. I think everybody's going to come around. And again, this is you know probably more of the Peter King expertise. But I would, I bet big money within ten years you got a franchise internationally. I, I would be stunned actually if it didn't. Yeah, didn't I, I'm with you too, Richard. I, although Jeff, you might disagree with me on that. I don't. I don't, I don't know how it's going to play out, but they're clearly going to do something. I mean, they're they're going to add another team somewhere and do something. Never, never underestimate the the lust to get another like international market or another market yeah. to sell your goods. Yep. Major. That's yep. why yeah. it's Absolutely. Yeah. Richard, you know, we love talking to you. Thank you so much. And of course we're reading in the athletic as well. And I'll try to get the antenna up so I can pick you up in Canada too. So <laughs> thanks. <laughs> it's great. Talk to you. Fellas. All I gotta do is hop it over the lake. Thanks Richard. Appreciate you. All right. Richard Deitch from the athletic on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. Super interesting stuff. Let's come back. We'll talk about that. Plus I also want to talk to you about, the reality of Saturday's playoff game for the Browns. We'll get to that next. Baskin and Phelps, 92.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Dan, what were you hoping for? Got to be honest, I don't like working downtown at 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yep. That's what that was all about? Yep. Yep. That's it. So yep. it's all about you. It doesn't matter Darn about right. the fans. Absolutely it is. Absolutely. The team or... They don't pay me. Well, you, you asked what did we prefer. I know. I'm just... Well, what, are, what are we supposed to do? You know what? Here's for, the one for thing all I... of the folks who are going to make buffalo chicken dip, it's better to let it sit all day. So I, I'm, I go 8 o'clock. For the goodness of the nation. Let's put our own personal feelings. You aside. could have had a little playoff party on Saturday night if you're thinking about the fans. I'm just saying. You know what I care about? A little Andy? Sunday night. Aren't we off Monday? Too? You know what I F- care F- about? Too? Monday's a. Uh, you know what I care about? Off day. What do you care about? Roll on the field and smoke the Houston Texans. Oh. I don't care when. I I would have preferred Sunday at one. They didn't ask me, so go beat them. Wow. There you go. So self-centered. The world revolves around Jeff Phelps. That's all I hear right there. Dana, did I, I'm trying to did help I just out say go fans win the game? and friends. I like, I think Browns no, you, fans would have pers- loved. You asked us personally. Yes. What we what we wanted. And I was hoping and for I our fans to either play. And I gave you a personal answer. And Dan gave you I, a personal answer. I wanted. I didn't want to. You, you mm-hmm. asked personally. You didn't say, hey, what would have been better for the fans? Okay, what would have been better for the fans, Jeff Phelps? I think Sunday, Dr. Redman. Sunday at 1. You need to you need to stop the red pen stuff. No, it's true though. Well, like when every time well, we make a no, mistake what, or something that you don't like, it's well, going to be Doctor Red Pen. You bring it up all the time. That yes. must mean you're making way too many mistakes. No, that's am not I exactly supposed it. to let those go? Because your work's a reflection on me, yeah. and my work is a reflection on you. Uh, Both of our work is a reflection on the Pooba and on Dan, who? on Hody. Oh no, I, uh, I uh, what you two Dan's do reflection is, is uh, yeah, work I is a reflection feel... on us. I mean, it's a group here. Yeah, I don't feel responsible for what the you show's say. not called Baskin. The show's no. not called Phelps. No. It's called Baskin and Phelps. Yeah, but I don't ever feel like I – I don't ever have that feeling of if Jeff says something I don't agree with or is insane, which well, happens every once in a while. you better say something. I don't always That's feel – That's the idea. I don't, I don't feel responsible for what you say. Well, Do you I, feel I'm responsible? Not, no, I'm not responsible, but it's a reflection. If I get stuck with a doof, that's a reflection on me. You've been stuck. I don't for want you to be a doof. More than a decade on this stuff. <laughs> I mean, how many guys did we have to run out of town before Menigan got here? I mean, are you kidding? And Hody, come you on. have no idea. That, that Fillar didn't last. Come on, Seattle Supersonics, you can't come that soon Jake enough. Chapman, man, those two guys have gone on to crappy things. Working yeah, Hody, you have nobody, no idea how many guys we've run out of that booth too. So it's oh, the same yeah. thing. Well, I love you, Andy. Yeah. Uh, so right, there, then, there's the problem. Yeah, that's, He's that, just sucking up. That, you'll be out of here in about 30 seconds with that kind of <laughs> attitude, son. Come on, Supersonics. I love Jeff Moore. Now we're talking. So, but the the reason I bring this up is because, I, and I brought this up I with Mary Kay, giggity. is that the fact the Browns have the first game, the first game of the playoffs this that's, weekend. And so, so like what? I said to Mary Kay before what, what she answered that, that question, I, I, I don't know. I kind of had like somebody to, had to. I would have liked to have watched a couple of games and then had the Browns participate in the playoffs. If they win, it's going to be a great weekend, and I'll be locked into every game. 
If they don't, I, I may take my TV and throw it out the window. If the Browns win, I'll be locked into every game the rest of the way. If the Browns lose, I'll be locked into every game the rest of the way. I don't know. I that- love the NFL. I love NFL playoffs. I watch it like crazy. Browns fans, you happy they have the first game? And will you be locked in if they – I'm not trying to be negative on this. But what happens if it goes the wrong way in the first other, game? Other than, like, you maybe had dinner reservations for Saturday you had to cancel, what difference does it make? It's emotional. Like, I don't – you don't hop on the emotional roller coaster well, what, the way many What's emotional? Do. Oh, my God, we got 430. What's emotional that, about it's that? It's not the fact that we got 430. It's the fact that we got the first game of the playoffs. What difference does that make? It – I gotta tell you, it bums me out, man. If they don't win, I'm gonna be bummed out. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, oh, because if they had lost a Monday night game in the playoffs first round, I'd be able to get over been, it. Quicker. You'd have been all happy. Uh, not happy, <laughs> but I'd be able to move on a little bit easier. Wait, knowing what do you mean move on? I'd be able to move on a little How bit easier. Move... Why? Because I know Why? there would be what three, six other miserable teams out there that can feel my pain simultaneously with me. <laughs> Oh well, at least at least, uh, at, least uh, at least Pittsburgh's out. Uh, at least Buffalo's out. Uh, at least somebody else. Uh, Miami's out. Okay, Kansas me, City's let me, out. Let me help uh, somebody you. else. Makes me feel if, if it goes south for the Browns, let me help you. Here's what you say. You ready? Well, at least five other teams are going to be feeling my pain. There. Yeah, but then I got to get to it. So then I can wake up Sunday morning and go, ah, eh, loser of the Kansas City game. All right, they're with me on that. Two one six four seven four double zero ninety two. You can't let these outside factors affect your own well being. It's not how I roll. Lay down on the couch. Let me get my let me get my red pen out so I can take notes. Here we go. It's got that felt tip marker too, not many, just the regular ones. Many couches in the studio so we can That's watch good these idea. games. Yeah, why yeah. can't we do the yeah, show from a couch? Couches. I don't know. I don't know. Why? Why do we have to sit at these chairs? Why can't we have couches in here? They're nice. You chairs. know why? Because you know, halfway at some point, I would I would end up falling asleep. At some point, we all I mean, know that, right? I'm not talking about the content. I'm just talking about my age at this point. I'm starting to get to that age where I'm, I get burned out. It's hard for me sometimes to stay up for the fourth quarter. What really? Say? Sometimes it is. If the game isn't good, man, I got the Fred Flintstone toothpicks on my eye, on my eyelids. Did you have a point? I mean, it had very little to do with what you just said, but I could get us in a direction that we would like to go earlier. Yeah, ahead, well, where do you want to go? All right, well, one of the things that comes with having toothpicks in your eyes is the fact that you got to pay attention when these international games are taking place. And Richard Deitch joined us a little bit earlier, had this to say when it came to the international game. I think he's right. By the way, did you see T.J. Watt ruled out for the wild card game against Bills Steelers? Mm-hmm. Just uh, rolling that in there. Um, is that true? Do you believe? Well, I believe we're going to have an international team. Too. I believe we're going to have an international division. You're not going to just throw one team in in London. Yeah, but you're not going to – you're not uh, – Jeff, the NFL is going to be the league that figures out the global thing. I don't think, Andy, you roll out like an international division all at once because then it's going to feel like an outlier, and at least I don't I don't think you – So do. you're going to bring in one team? See how no, it works? you'll probably expand to two, and, and one of them might be here, you know, somewhere in the States. But I – the one thing Richard said there. That, wait, wait. How do you expand internationally within the states? Just, I'm not. No, no, no. Okay. I said you bring in two teams. And oh, okay. One, one would be international. I would think. Okay. I would think international expansion. I agree with Richard. It'll happen within the next decade. I also, I, I wonder about something. He's. I, I agree with what he said. Guys aren't going to want to go to London. 
But then he said, but there's enough money around that it's going to make it work for everybody. That That's my point on this. Though some guys might think it's really cool to, you know, hey, I'm, I'm living in Madrid. You know, I'm I'm working in Rome. I'm I'm in London. Wherever, and I would think London's, you know, first and foremost. But logistically, that's, man, there's a lot of work to do logistically to make a foreign team, two foreign teams, a foreign division work. How how's that going to work? And I that's to that to me is the the one holdup with international expansion. How does that work? And, and from a television standpoint, Andy, you're gonna want you're gonna want to have the games here in the states, right? Does that nine thirty in the morning thing work? I don't know. I don't think it does. I, I don't know that it does. So either. maybe you end up with two Monday night games. Well, maybe that's one way to think of it. Or except if it, if you're playing, if you're playing Monday games, night and the game's in London, what time's it going to have to start? You know, like, I, like eleven o'clock in London. That's not going to work. Do you try to roll into Saturday night, even though or you got to figure out a way? But to no, do it's it. not going to be night because you know to make the game work in London at a decent starting time, we're watching it at nine o'clock here. Oh, that's true. Which would mean on the West Coast, you're watching it at six a.m. Right? In Hawaii, yeah. you're getting up at two in the morning or whatever it is. That that's that to me is the only thing. And, and plus, you know, you've got training staff. You've got doctors you've, you've yeah, got I don't coaches think they're you've concerned got... about that though i, I well think maybe they should be yeah. hey hey guys you're uprooting your family and you're moving to london that's really cool except for this hey you're seven games in we, we're not happy with your play you're cut wait a minute i just yanked my kids out of school i've moved to london for god's sake i'm living in london now then don't I, I be an think... nfl player well, that's what's gonna but, happen but no andy that the nfl can't just be that hard-nosed about it you're, they're I think, going to have here's to where figure I think you're something trouble. out about that because I, these are still people. You know, like, for instance, Joe Flacco. Right. Joe's got five kids. Okay. He's a big-time dad. He pays attention to be He cares about being a dad. Yeah, I, you and, talk and about that, these things. Though I it's a it. really cool experience yeah. for your family, hey, we're moving to London. Well, that's great. You got a two-, three-year contract. You know you're – it's, you know, hey – I'm going to yank my kids out of school right now because I just got traded to the Carolina Panthers from the London Monarchs. Okay, honey, you stay in London with the kids. I'm going to Carolina. That, that That's my only, my only point. There's a little bit that needs to be worked out, and I don't know how they'll do it. Dana, what's up? Yep, breaking news. Adam Schefter, ESPN Titans, have fired head coach Mike Vrabel per sources. Vrabel led, the te- led Tennessee to four consecutive winning seasons after arriving in 2018 but of course back-to-back years finishing under 500 titans owner amy adams strunk wanted fresh perspective in the coaching staff after the 6 and 18 start over the last two seasons including one and nine in divisional games so mike vrabel out as titans head coach we have a new number one candidate for any head coaching job that becomes available Northeast Ohio native walsh jesuit graduate former ohio state football player titans head coach mike vrabel out in Tennessee. We'll talk about that next. Baskin and Phelps, 92.3 The Fan. Crazy things happen, like really Just good now. coaches getting let go by teams that need a good coach. 
I, I got to tell you, Hody walked in here, and he, he sounded silly to you, but I, I'm telling you right now with the breaking news that just happened in the last five minutes, ten minutes, Mike Vrabel out as the Tennessee Titans head coach. Now, most people will circle New England as it seems like the days are numbered for Bill Belichick there, although they're not. I, we don't know what's going on officially, but I'm telling you, Buckeye fans sitting around over the last month who may have been 100% behind Ryan Day seem to have maybe turned a little bit. I am just wondering how about, how many Ohio State fans are wishing that Mike Vrabel ends up in Columbus. I, he's going crazy in there. I'm sure there are plenty of Ohio State fans right now that are sitting out there going, man, I wish Ohio State would make a run at Mike Vrabel right now and try to bring him back to the Buckeyes. He was there. Uh, with Urban Meyer for a little bit, and then as an assistant coach, as an assistant, and uh, didn't work out. And Mike ended up going to the NFL. Um, and I wonder how much that would entice him to want to go one to go back to college. I wonder if he'd want to do that. That's that. I mean, really, I think that's the first place you, it, to have the opportunity. I mean, look, we just saw what Harbaugh did last night, going back to his alma mater, right? Would Brabel uh, embrace that opportunity? And I wonder if the conditions would be right. And the other thing too was. You know, a month ago, people would have said Ryan Day could be headed to the NFL before the Michigan game. Now you don't hear any of that right now because he's in the, you know, if it's a roller coaster, he's yeah. dipped to the bottom and then come back up. I, 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 There are plenty of Ohio State fans that would like to see Mike Vrabel roam the sidelines at the shoe. Maybe my perspective on this is off because I'm not an Ohio State diehard, mm-hmm. though I follow Ohio State and I root for Ohio State. Yep. But I'm not a diehard. So maybe my perspective is off or maybe it's right on. What's Ryan Day done wrong other than lose three games to one team? What, what's he done wrong? Um, I mean, I'm I telling he, you that he's phenomenal. There are a lot of people that are not happy with what happened in the Cotton Bowl. They seem unprepared. I Wait, get I, it. I, I get I, it. I, I, I understand know, where I know you're coming you, from. I know what you just said. A lot of people, okay, that's great. Former at, former players. Like I've, that, that's, I've talked to that's, enough people that well, are, were embarrassed by that game. I I. I, Jeff, I would have never, ever once considered the thought of Ryan Day not being a part of Ohio State, even if losing to Michigan. He but after this, the way they lost uh, to Michigan, the way the transfer portal has gone back, they're trying. You know, he's got to go out and get another quarterback. Already done. And then you look at the opportunity for a former Buckeye to maybe perhaps go back. I mean, it's it's about opportunity and timing. I think. I do think though that if the New England job opens, that's where Vrabel ends up. If that's where. He wants to go. I wonder if Mike is too old school for New England who might be looking for a more um, more modern approach to coaching. It's up to Robert Kraft, isn't it? I would certainly think it is. And I, I would, would they not be looking for a general manager this time around too? Absolutely. I would personally think Vrabel would be a phenomenal hire for the Patriots or for any other team that's looking for a coach. I think he'd be phenomenal. He'll be a better fit in some spots rather than others. You know where he'd be a great fit, I'll bet? Where? Commanders. Hmm. I, I, I think there is something intriguing about going back to a place where you were as a coach. Now, some guys may not want to do that at all, but I don't know. New you England, mean like New England? Yeah, New England. Well, either, but more so New England, I think, from the NFL standpoint. I mean, there you have different dilemmas depending on the job that you want. Right, you know, if you want college, man, you got to get into the recruiting game, and it's a different game than when he was even there before, because everything's out in the open now, NIL, all that stuff, right? So I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't it's a little th- bit different. I, I tell me what you think. 
I'd rather be a pro coach. I'll be I, well, I would rather. I, I'm not sure. I, I on one hand, I think the college game is really appealing because basically you have assistant coaches who can do a ton of the recruiting, but you still have to be the man. You know, yeah. when, when it comes to recruiting, and your livelihood is not necessarily based on your ability to coach as much as it is your ability to recruit. In the NFL, your job is based almost completely, in most cases, on your ability to coach. But do you do you subscribe to the, oh, my God, i got to be here in this building for 16 hours a day, otherwise the Carolina Panthers are going to figure out that if they run behind their right guard against me on Tuesdays in the sunshine that it might you know, be a, a good gain for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, yeah, no, the pro yeah, totally. game seems like it's a, such a football grind that I would think the, and I say this in a nice way, the right. country club approach of big-time college football, you know, where, hey, I, I'm i recruiting like crazy, but I am the king of this castle. And, you know, I got my country club membership with it, having dinner with my wife, not in the office until midnight every night and back at 5 a.m., I, I don't know. It's a lot of glad handing too. I think more so yeah, on the college level absolutely. than it is at the pro level. Yeah. I mean, there's no. I mean, you you got to go out there and shake hands and be. It's all about games. football. But, yeah, it is. College is about a lot of other things. Well, recruiting is. Doesn't Vrabel seem like a football guy? Titans have made the mood of, official. Oh man, I mean, I I don't know. I I can't see Mike Vrabel being the guy who's like, hey, it's great to see you, Mister Fill in the Blank. We sure could use your ten million dollars because we need a new left guard. Speaking of Ohio State, uh, according to Fox Sports, uh, this uh, news had just come out last couple. I, I read this, I think, two two days ago or yesterday, too, uh, that Ohio State will add Old Miss running back uh, Quinchin Judkins, who's rushed for nearly th- uh, 3,000 yards over the past two seasons. So they picked up another running back, too. <sighs> it's, you know it, why? Because Ryan Day knows how to recruit, Andy. I don't know. I just I hate talking about college football like this with the free agency part of it. Maybe just not used to it. Uh, Adam is in Parma. Hi, Adam. How are you? I'm well. How are you guys? Good. Hello, Adam. Good. Andy, I wanted to take a quick moment to reminisce. This goes back about 20 years. Okay. I worked in the uh, Cleveland Indians visiting clubhouse for Willie Jenks. Very nice. Willie's good. And uh, good you family. came through there a bunch of times. Eating and free food, you were always... probably. Yeah, that's right. But but more <laughs> so than the free food, you gave you gave me your tickets on more than one occasion. Well, I'm. Glad that I was able to. Yeah. I think, so I. To be honest yeah, so with you, they probably weren't mine. They were my wife's, but that's okay. We, <laughs> on behalf of the Baskin family, we appreciate that. Thank you, Adam. Yep. And so, Adam uh, sold them and put himself through college. <laughs> nice job, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So, so speaking about Vrabel, and you guys just touched on it, so the timing works out really well. He he was on the Bussin' with the Boys podcast. Um, this was probably about a year ago, and he talked about the demands of being in the, a college coach and the recruiting and the full offseason that goes along with it. So obviously it would depend on the amount of money that Ohio State would be willing to invest in him, and I don't know what his contract was with Tennessee, but I think that would have to be factored in to have to go back and have to do the recruiting trips and, and that sort of thing, especially with the dynamic of the NIL now as well. Yeah, I, I'm. I, I, there, it's a lot of work, man. I'm just telling you. I do think. I wonder what the challenge, though. It's a lot of, of him sucking going, up to kids, too. Man. Yeah. I, wow. I, I think that's the hardest part of it, the whole thing. I would love for him to go to Ohio State. I just, I just, 
there's a part of me that just doesn't see it. It makes me smile thinking that he would be the next head coach of Ohio State if that's a scenario. I mean, I'm not on the let's get Ryan Day out. I'm I'm fully 100% the he gets another year. I'm that guy when it comes to Ryan Day right now. But, I mean, opportunity knocks, and you have to wonder if there isn't somebody in Columbus that wouldn't want to write Mike a big check to come back there and have to write Ryan a check, too, to maybe leave. Or if Ryan isn't entertaining offers from the NFL. I mean, all of these things go on in the background that we just don't know about sometimes. I just think I think Vrabel's just a good NFL head coach. I, I I think he stays in the NFL. I think so, too. And I um, think he's employed within about a week, Adam, if, if th- he wants to be. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you, Adam. Thanks, Adam. Um, Glad Andy could pay for your college. Let's take one more. Let's go uh, Tommy in Independence. <laughs> Tommy! Hey, guys. What's going on? How are you? Good. Hey, uh, this is for Jeff. Uh, Jeff, I agree with you on pretty much everything you say, and I partially agree on what you said, too, about Ryan Day. Honestly, I mean, he really hasn't done anything wrong, but here, here's the problem. And I went to Ohio State for all four years, and I know Andy went there, too. So no, Actually, I didn't. I just worked there for ten years, or for five years. Uh, oh, okay. There. That's okay. okay, though. All right, so when you're there, it's just a whole different perspective on anything. It's, I mean, let's just face it. They, they have good basketball teams sometimes, but it's straight up a football school. Yeah. And just the environment there. When, when, for a caveat, when you're, when you take that job, when you take the Ohio State head football coaching job, you're expected to do one thing. Well, two things. One, you have to be good every year, period, because that's just what's expected. And two, you have to beat Michigan. And I, I, I'm part of the Andy bandwagon. I don't know if I want to get rid of him because he is still a good coach and he's a pretty damn good recruiter too. But I, I just, you know, what if he loses to Michigan again and then he's 0-4? I, 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 I think that that's basically unacceptable for the job that he has. I mean, you know, it's unfortunate, but, you know, he's not the coach of, you know, Texas A&M or Mississippi State. I mean, he's head coach of Ohio State football. I mean, that's got to stand for something. So I don't know if Vrabel's the guy, you know, but, but moving forward, I, I just think, you know, it just needs to be taken into account how important that job is and how ultra-important it is to beat the University of Michigan. Hey, you guys have a wonderful day. Take care, guys. Thank you, Tommy. Thanks, Tommy, Tommy Independence checking in. All right, let's um, – That's what I, I said about my perspective. I know it's yeah. different. It is, I, but I think the guy's a really good coach. I just, I know Buckeye fan is sitting there saying, man, I hope Vrabel ends up in Columbus or Vrabel, if they could figure out a way to get Vrabel to Columbus, could they do it? Could they bring that back? And then, but again, I'm not in a, I'm not in a, like, we got to hurry up and get rid of Ryan Day situation either. But when opportunity arises, sometimes you got to look and see what's out there. I also have one other part of the story that, makes me think that Brian Day's back for another year, and I'll tell you what that is in a second. Also, I want to talk about the Cavaliers right after the break, so we'll do that. 216-474-0092. Again, the breaking news of the hour, Northeast Ohio native Mike Vrabel uh, fired from the Tennessee Titans. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.